Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you for being here. This is Zachary Reality, and you are listening to Zachary Reality. Okay, awesome. Well, I mean, I am so excited to be joined by the marketing masters queen herself, <laughs> Piper James. I love your green sweater. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. We've never met before never even like talked or anything, but we got yeah. um, set up by one of our managers for the same management company. And when Megan told me that you were down, I was so excited. Like I was like, Piper's a big get because there's so much like to you, there's so much about you that we've like saw on the show. <laughs> and I mm -hmm. feel like I'm just excited to kind of get to know the, the real Piper and kind of how you've evolved, I guess, since your time on The Bachelor. Yeah, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to get into it. I feel like the show is a small snapshot of me or literally anyone on the show. So excited to chat and just get into it. Yeah, have you done like a lot of podcasts since your time on the show? I know you had to do like the standard, you know, Bachelor affiliated <laughs> podcast, but I feel like here, like, I really just want you to feel like you can be yourself and just say anything or just like let people know that you're not crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I haven't really done a lot of podcasts. I feel like I did obviously a few more directly after like the regular season of The Bachelor, but since Paradise, not really. And that was just for like a number of reasons. I didn't really want to. I didn't really feel like it. It didn't feel like the right time. And so here we are. Yeah, and it, it definitely has been like enough time since your time on the show and so much has changed. You just told me that you were moving. So like, what's going on? Like, are you in New York? Are you in Boston? Um, I'm never going to live in Boston again. <laughs> no offense to Brendan. Um, no, yeah, I just moved back to New York. So I was in the city before, lived here for like a almost a year and a half, and then was traveling and like looking for a new job and just doing that whole thing. And then was staying with Brendan while I was doing that. And it was nice to live together, but I think that my heart really just belongs in New York. So I'm back in the city now, thankfully. So are you living by yourself? I am. Yeah, me and my dog, which is on the floor over there. <laughs> oh, cute. And I mean, it looks like you have a pretty spacious apartment. We know how tiny New York apartments are. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I really lucked out. Like any advice to anyone moving to the city, move in the winter because prices are insane. Like I have a one bedroom um, and like a washing machine, like all the things that people are like, you can't get this in New York. And I was like, bet I'll find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good for you. I feel like you always like were like a go-getter, like go after what you want, say what you want, like make things happen. That's always the vibe I got from you. So I'm glad to see you doing that. What are you doing for work? Um, I do social media management. So as everyone knows, I have a master's in marketing. Um, and I worked in advertising for a while, actually, but you know, they're just like not the same marketing and advertising. So doing social media management now for a few different companies, which I like a lot, because I feel like it's more up my alley than what I was doing before. Cool. And you like, you love what you're doing. You're like content. I mean, you're entering a new era. Like moving is just such a big deal. I've been trying to move yeah. for a while, but I'm just like too scared because I'm like so comfortable. Oh my God. Yeah, no, I, I mean like since I've been basically living like out of a suitcase because I was like at my parents and then like helping them move and then with Brendan, I just feel so good to just have like my feet on the ground and all my stuff in one place. Like I, I literally almost cried when I got all my clothes back from storage. I was like, wow, this is uh -huh. insane. Like I don't have like four outfits to choose from anymore. So yeah, moving is a struggle. And your parents, you're in from Oregon, right? Yeah, yeah, Oregon. They And they just have a second house in Arizona. So they're also moving, also trying to figure out the same stuff as I am as they're transitioning. Oh, cool. I just went to Arizona and I like fell in love with it. It's so pretty, but I'm based in Los Angeles, West Hollywood. Have you ever been here? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love, love LA. 
Oh, perfect. Okay, next time you're in town, we'll get some drinks. Um, I just told you I met up with, I met Chelsea and Abigail. You're still close with them from the show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're super cool. Um, So what's going on with you and Brendan? So he's living in Boston. So are you guys going to do like long distance or is he going to plan to move to New York? Um, Yeah, so we're still doing long, or I guess back to doing long distance. The first year of our relationship, I think that some people realized and some people didn't, but we were doing, I call it semi-distant because I was in New York and he was in Boston. Um, and so we're going back to that now, which honestly, I think works like you were saying, like, I'm a very independent person. Uh, and I think that being in a long distance relationship is nice for me because I'm able to like work during the week and like really grind that we can see each other on the weekend. And it's not this like, try to plan a date night in the middle of the week. So it is a big adjustment going from like being with each other basically 24 seven back to being long distance. And I know he's considering moving to LA and he's like in the process of doing that. So that'll be like an extra layer of things, but I'm honestly not worried since we did spend so much of our initial relationship being apart. Yeah. I mean, it's probably so different, like being in a long and being in a relationship in your mid twenties, cause you're trying to build your career, trying to hustle. It doesn't really sound like you're ready to get like engaged or married, married right now. So you kind of can just do whatever. Is that kind of the steps you guys are taking? Yeah. And I think that it's, I mean, as everyone knows, like Brendan's been married before. So I know that he's also not trying to, you know, jump into an engagement. And I think that that's kind of like one of the things that works in our relationship. I mean, at least right now is like, I, I am definitely more in that, like hustle, build my career, you know, that type of stage, my relationship. And I am younger than Brendan is, but it's also nice to know that he's like not in that place either to be like, I need to get married tomorrow uh, because he's done that. And he's, you know, he understands like what he wants and you know, what he needs going forward. And I also just think that like engagement, I think that obviously every room from the show, like there's just this expectation that you're in a relationship, you're going to get engaged right away. But for me being engaged is like, you know, I don't think that it's something that like, I think it's like pushed down girls throats. Like, oh my gosh, you found a guy, like you need to get married, you need to get engaged. And for me, that's not necessarily my mentality like I like to really value every stage in the relationship from like dating and then engagement and then marriage so it's not something that I'm like I need to check it off my bucket list right away because like I guess selfishly I also want to focus on myself and grow myself so when I do take that next step next step in a relationship I'm the best version of myself for me and my partner for sure and I mean who knows what will happen in the future but you guys have been together for a year and a half We saw your relationship on the show. It did not go super well. So we're going to get all into it. Um, We're going to talk about it. It's been enough time. Now, I mean, did you guys ever break up after Paradise? No, we didn't break up. I think that that, yeah, that was like a rumor that was circulating around completely unfounded. Like I know I started, (laughs) I don't think so, but maybe, (laughs) um, (laughs) No, but I think it was like, there was a stage where like, we weren't following each other on Instagram. And that was more Brendan's idea, just because he was like, I want to take the heat for this. Like, this was my wrongdoing. Um, So like, let me try to like, dis- disassociate from you online and like that persona. Um, And we can focus on our relationship behind the scenes and people obviously people will read into anything. So like the people took that as, as us breaking up. And also this is like in the midst of everything. So we were like, okay, you know, I don't want to talk to this magazine or this publication mm-hmm. or whatever. Like we were just really trying to focus on ourselves and like our own mental health and like figuring out next steps from there and not ready to share it with everyone yet. Do you feel like you guys have finally made it through all of that media backlash or was there like a point maybe like six months ago or like eight months ago where you feel like you got over that hump of feeling like maybe the whole world or at least Bachelor Nation, you know, doesn't love you guys? I mean, like my season on The Regular Bachelor was like towards the end, like people, there was like backlash for like the whole Heather situation. Mm -hmm. And like, 
I kind of like didn't really go about it so much as like, I need everyone to like me. I need to like be back in everyone's good graces because like, that's just not really my personality. I think it was more, it was harder for Brendan because he, you know, was kind of like that guy that everyone loved. Yeah. Um, and so I think that like the best thing that we did was kind of, I, I mean, at least I did, I think he did too, like delete all of our social media. So I think kind of in the thick of it, we weren't really seeing it. And now I'll still get the occasional comment, but I'm also like, get over it. Like, yeah. it was so long ago um so yeah for sure I mean it, it definitely was a long time ago and I feel like I want to encourage everyone listening or watching this podcast to really just like come in here with like an open arms open you know open mind mm -hmm. to Piper I mean I would be lying if I said I loved you on the show too at the time but I also knew it was a tv show and that if I ever met you or talked to you like I would you know start my opinion based off scratch like just based on our interactions yeah yeah, yeah I feel like that's you know, not even just for me, just like everyone on the show. Um, I've seen it not, and this is not even speaking for myself, but like just, it's so hard on people's mental health. Even people who like come off the show and they're like the star and everyone loves them. Like it is just think about like one day you wake up and all of a sudden everybody thinks that they know your business. Like that is basically everybody that goes on the show. Um, and like, yeah, you expect it and you know that that's part of it, but it's still, there's no way to prepare for that. So always come at it with kindness, always come at it with grace. If someone does something you don't like, maybe take a step back and realize that's not that entire person. That's one clip of one show that you're seeing that's been edited down yeah. um, and that was shot, you know, four or five months ago. And so it's had a lot of time to, to fit into the storylines. I think that that's just something that people forget and, you know, remember that for the people that you don't like, but also remember that for the people that you like. It's, it's a huge life adjustment to take for anyone. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine the level of like scrutiny um, that you had to deal with specifically just because of the way everything played out. Um, and I want to talk about it a little bit more, but I, I need to know how you got on Matt James's season to begin with. Like, did you apply? Were you a fan of the show? Um, and what was your experience like on his season in Pennsylvania? That's, po yeah, in Pennsylvania. Was Where was it? The yeah. Poconos? It was like, I, I I don't even remember the town. It's but you guys Nebuchadnezzar. went back. You guys went back. I watched your YouTube video. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We went back. It was actually, well, it was a little, a little stress inducing at first, but it was like yeah. nice to actually see the facilities because it is gorgeous, but it was also like, oh my gosh, this is where this happened. Oh my gosh, this is where this happened. This is where Heather came in and ruined the yes. night. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I actually had never seen the show before okay. and it was like, take, take it back to 2020 when everyone was like, what the heck am I going to do? I had just started grad school and I was like, I think I got a DM or an email first. I think it was an email being like, do you want to be on the show? And I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Like I'll apply. And it was like, you mm. know, as a joke. And I think it was like each stage came along and got like a little bit more and more real. And I was like, oh crap, like this, this could be a thing. So then I watched one whole season that was on like, on do you remember which one? At the time. It was Ari's season. Oh my God, I, I just interviewed Ari. He was on, he was last week's guest. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, that was the only season that I'd seen. That was the only contestants that I knew. And then obviously went on that season. And so like every point of reference I had was like only from that season, which is obviously you couldn't prepare for our season because we didn't travel. True. So like I would be like talking to Chelsea and be like, oh, well, like the only thing I know about like this type of thing is this, but she had seen the show. So she's like, oh, well, this type of group date can go like this. And like, sometimes it's like this, or like some people don't go to the after party. And I was like, Oh yeah, see, I didn't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, like, it is what it is. I feel like you can go into those situations blind, and it almost makes it more authentic because you don't have like any expectations. You're really just going with the flow, and mm -hmm. then it really worked out for you for the most part. I mean, you made it to the top five. You were 
were you in love with Matt or did you actually think he was going to choose you? Um, I, you'd really have to ask 2020 Piper because yeah, you've I think spaced it out. Yeah, I think that at the time, like it's in that environment, it's really easy to convince yourself of feeling. But then like looking back on it and now being in a relationship where I'm like, oh, I'm actually in love. I'm like that. It was all, I don't want to say it was fabricated because I did have feelings for him back then. But I don't think that it was like, they weren't as strong as I thought they were at the time. Because you have to remember, it's at the time, it's your entire life. Like you don't have family, friends, other things going on. So I think that, you know, had I had that same relationship in the real world, like, Matt's a great guy. I think him yeah. and Rachel are amazing together, but I'm like, I don't think it could have been me. And I'm so happy it's her because they're perfect together. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're really like perfect together. They're always eating. Like, have you ever gone out to dinner with them and e eaten this five core course meal? Like they're literally always trying new foods. I know. Well, I do know Rachel is like a huge snack girly. So <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. And it feels like that feels just like so perfect for her knowing her and then a little bit of him as well. Yeah, for sure. And it seems like you made a lot of great friends from that season too, which is like always a bonus. Um, now mm -hmm. we get off of The Bachelor. I guess it's still the pandemic. Um, when do you start kind of like socializing with Brendan and like other people? Um, that was like, um, see, now I'm like, I need, I, I should have made a timeline before I came. <laughs> um, I would, yeah, I want to say the like, receipts. <laughs> no, I'm like, when did this all happen? It was, it was when I had first moved to New York. So that's when I first met him and like a lot of um, other people met other people from like mm. the past bachelorette seasons and like the whole bachelor nation like you kind of are part of this cult just because like it's shared experiences you can all talk about it it's some of the stuff you obviously can't talk about with everyone so there was like a few meetups in New York with like a, you know group meetups of people hanging out and Brendan had come down because obviously he was or is so really good friends with Dr. Joe and so like they would hang out and so I would see him intermittently and so like a lot of our first you know hangouts were group hangouts and I was like this guy's hot this guy's kind of cute <laughs> he's hot um he's funny so that was kind of like how it happened but it wasn't like I think that people think it was like this whirlwind romance where you know there was all this conspiracy and it was honestly just like two people that were interested in each other but obviously going on the show you also know that there's the possibility for paradise and I think that that had been on his mind before I ever met him so I think that he was like, okay, like, yeah, this girl's cool, but like, I want to see what else is out there. And I, knowing that he wanted that, was like, I'm not going to get too invested in a, in a relationship where he could, you know, go to the beach and find someone else. And that would be that. So then did you, were you planning on going to the beach or you literally only went because he went? Um, Yeah, no, I only went because he went. You could literally ask anyone. Like, there were so many conversations I had with like, Ivan and Damar and Chelsea and like Kayla and all these people and I was like I'm not going to beach absolutely not I'm not about to be done so dirty like obviously there was a lot of like racial backlash after our season for and sure. it was just like a mess and I was like they don't have our interest in mind like I'm not for this and then I was like okay but this guy who was by the time I decided that I like officially decided that I was going he was already gone like he had left yeah. he, was, he was at the show I was like okay well I have this, these feelings for this guy. It's a possibility for me to go to the beach and explore those feelings. Um, so that's kind of when I made my official decision to go was when I was like, okay, let me take a step back. I'm going to be sad if he comes out of this experience with somebody else. So why not put my best foot forward and go in and be like, hey, I'm interested in you. This is me putting myself out there. This is what I want. And, you know, obviously there was a lot of conversations with other people on the inside before I got there. Um, and they're like, yeah, no, this is, this would be great. Um, you know, we could really see this working out for you guys, but, um, well, I think you said no. it 
you said it best actually in one of the clips, which I just watched the mm -hmm. other day, where you were like, I could not be more clear that I came here for Brendan. And, yeah. and then like the girls were calling you out and you were like, I mean, like this is an experience to get to know each other and only focus on a relationship in a place that is just like focused on love, like away from the outside yeah. world, like he's going anyway. So I kind of feel like you didn't like, he was the one that did all this crazy shit that kind of got you guys in this situation. And I think mm -hmm. probably the number one question I think audiences would have for you is, did you ever resent him for it? Did you ever get mad at him for it? Did you ever feel like he brought you down or kind of ruined your image? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good question. I don't think that I resented him for it. I, I mean, like, obviously I was there. There was a role I, I played in it. I could have told him like, hey, stop saying these things about Natasha, blah, blah, blah. I was friends with her. We met before, you know, I think you your she nails knew done. that I was... Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. I knew that like I had, you know, interest in him, but obviously that's also part of the show is like, you go to the, to the beach, you date around, you see who you like, who you don't like, whatever. So it's like, it's no one's fault per se, but I do think that I, don't, I didn't necessarily resent him. I just wish that maybe things were a little bit more clear in terms of like, maybe I should have come down and been like, I like you, I'm only here for you, whatever. And maybe I should have had a conversation with her. You know, it's it's all the game of maybes, but I don't think I ever resented him for it because at the end of the day, we are going through it together. I think I was more so mad that people didn't understand that there was a difference between his actions and my actions, but because we left the show together, I think it's so common for people to just be like, oh, they're a couple, therefore everything they do happens together. And that wasn't necessarily, the, that's that wasn't the case. So that, I think that was the most frustrating part. And it wasn't a resentment towards him. It was just that idea that like, because you're a couple, you were one person and your actions are each other's. So. Yeah. I mean, and also it's like you were straightforward when you got there. If you were even more straightforward, it would have been like, girl, calm down because you were a yeah, late arrival. <laughs> you were a late arrival. So it was just, yeah. it was really like, you could only, you were just trying to get your territory. Everyone was kind of vibing and stuff. So you got, you kind of get there. You take Brendan on a date. What was it frustrating? I guess seeing like what made air because it felt like a lot of like fourth wall moments made the show, mm -hmm. especially with you guys. I mean, look, you know that you're being filmed and, recorded at all times like you you sign your life away you know that I just wish or I guess I think the frustrating part for me is that like the things that they chose to use were things that were very clear and they were like we need villains for this season so that this is the storyline that we're going to create I think that Brendan and I had a lot of like really good moments and like like you were saying it is a place where you can really focus on your relationship without the, the threat of the outside world and I think we had like a really really good conversation at one point about like for example, like I was like, okay, you've been married before. Is that something you'd be looking for again? Like what's, you know, what's your expectations with that? Tell me about your past relationships. Tell me what you're looking for now. And I think that a lot of those like fundamental, like character building moments that a lot of other couples have on the show, they just obviously didn't air because they were trying to stick with this one um, tumultuous storyline. And I think that for me, that was probably the most frustrating part in terms of like the edit, because you know, people, of course, people wanted to be mad and have, you know, their villain story. And that's, that's, we fine. love that's to hate, whatever. We love to hate. It's love it. so <laughs> much fun, especially when it, you know, we don't know the people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that was probably hard to watch because I'm like, okay, but like two minutes before this conversation or five minutes after this conversation, it was like, sweet, lovey dovey. Tell me about you. Tell me about your family. And that was like cut off when I was like, oh great so like we're not people we're just something to be hated great yeah you guys really got that type of edit um 
but I feel like your relationship, especially the fact that you're still together after all of this, like clearly you guys are vibing and you get along and like you're happy. Otherwise you wouldn't be with mm-hmm. him this long. Yeah. You wouldn't have sat it through. Is there anything you want to clear up about the whole followers talk and the whole like marketing and like what was shown about that? Yeah, I mean, I think that that was just like wildly overblown. And I think that it had kind of like reached the breaking point with the show where people are like, oh, people go on this show for followers. So I I personally feel like it was the show's way of being like, that's not what this is about. Like we're a show about love. And it's like, okay, get real. Um, But I, I, you know, came onto the beach with this information about that article that had come out and Brendan hadn't seen it. So me telling him about like the followers and all of that kind of stuff was just out of shock. Because again, imagine you are who you are today. You get into a relationship with somebody, all of a sudden, everybody, you know, everybody in a certain group of people cares about your relationship is invested and wants to watch your social media just because you're in a relationship. Yeah. That is surprising for anyone. Uh Um, Bachelor data is like knocking down every number. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, you know, obviously we both had a followership after our respective bachelor bachelorette seasons, but like to then watch that all go up and be like that, that was honestly shocking. So that's why I brought it up to him to just be like, wow, this is crazy that people actually care this much and this much more. And the whole like marketing, like, I don't understand why people are coming or came for me. Nobody really cares anymore, but like came for me for saying that I have a degree in marketing. Like shit, I'm proud of that. Like I, Mm -hmm. I paid the money. I did the classes. I, you know, I got the degree. um, And my whole point in saying that was like, I don't need to, you know, get followers um, by going on TV. Like if it was really something that had been, you know, I need to grow my following, I need to be an influencer. I'm sure I could have figured it out because I have a degree in marketing because I, I like social media marketing. And so like, that was why I brought it up. It wasn't to be like, I want to be an influencer or anything like that. Yeah. Gotcha. That makes sense. I mean, Caitlin Bristow just said that like, Mike Fleiss didn't want her going on Dancing with the Stars because he doesn't like when contestants grow, you know, a following after the show and become famous. And I think that the show, from what you're saying, it seems like they really tried to blow up your little spot and make it this bigger thing to set an example for all contestants who are trying to like capitalize off of the show and, you know, make followers at it out of it and like make the show about that. Cause that's kind of how it was, how it became. So I feel like your storyline really shifted things in a way. Yeah. I mean, if you look now, like people are not, I mean, even during our season of batch, like people are not growing from that show specifically like they were in the past. But I think that it's kind of a double-edged sword because you look at their, you know, stars, the people that are on their podcasts and whatnot, like they want those people to have a big following because that brings more business to them and their franchise and their, you know, different branches of things. So, you know, I think that that was, it was definitely an example moment. And I think that, you know, we're seeing the results of that from later seasons, but it's also like, they want the people that they want to grow because it looks good for them and it helps their business. And that's fine. Like go off that, you know, you have a franchise to run and that's how you keep things going. Like none of us are stupid. We all know that, but you know, the viewership needs to realize that like there's storylines being pushed and they want their, their stars to look good. And I want their stars to look good. Like I, anybody who's in there, you know, but not at my expense because I think, not at my expense. And I think a lot of the, the audience, a lot of the audience gets it. I mean, there's the audience that never will because they don't want to, and they don't, you know, they just don't, they don't really get the whole world. You know, they just watch a TV show and don't pay attention. But I think that, you know, I love Natasha, but of course I feel like in order for us to love her, we had to hate you. And I was, we love her anyway, but I think that, is that kind of what how you felt too about it? And where do you kind of stand with Natasha now? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah. 
no, my gosh, no, of course not. Um, yeah, no, I have seen, I saw Natasha back in fashion week when I was back in New York. We're good. Obviously this happened months, years ago at this point. So, you know, her, you know, Brendan's whatever. I don't know how they feel towards each other. I don't ask. It doesn't matter, but I've apologized to her. I've seen her in person. I've talked to her. Like, I feel like we're good. I, I don't know if she feels like that, but you know, we're at least cordial enough to speak in person and, you know, be in the same room together. And it's all that matters. And I feel like, yeah, I mean, back to your point about like, I just think the show needs to do a better job of like not tearing women down, regardless of what the situation is. There's there, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened like after the facts, like in conversations that I had with like people behind the scenes, that's still like a little bit frustrating to me. But I think at the end of the day, like reality TV as a whole, I think there's shows that are really good at lifting women up and telling those stories and having conflict without having it be like catty. And then there's other shows that are not good at that. And I think that this is a prime example on that season of our season of paradise of an example of like, it has to be one or the other. It can't be women supporting women. Yeah, of, of course I helped play into that narrative. I didn't tell Brendan, don't say these things about Natasha, but I think that there's also, there was also like a lot of genuine moments between a lot of women on the show that just never make air. And that's because of the narrative that they're trying to tell. Yeah, and I have to tell everyone, like when I asked Piper, I'm like, let me know if there's anything you don't want me to ask. Let me know like if there's something you <laughs> want to talk about. And she's like, whatever like you do you like you kind of really left it open because there really was just so much speculation around like Mm -hmm. you and your time on the show like it really was such a moment are you off contract now because like you're here at Zachary reality headquarters (laughs) I yeah um yeah we're we're um out of our contract but lots there's parts of our contract that you know, extend further than I think people realize. So yeah. I'll say what I can say, but <laughs> there's some things I can't say. So when you and Brendan left the beach, was maybe you can answer this. Did the producers encourage you or tell you you have to go? It's time, especially with what just happened with Chris and Elena, or was that truly your and Brendan's decision? Definitely parts of it that I can't talk about. Yeah. Let me let me try to let me try to work around it very delicately. Okay. Let's um, see what let's see what she can come let's up with. See what she can come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan and I there was a finite amount of time that I could be on the show because of work at the time okay so there was there was going to be an early exit no matter what because of my my own personal schedule the way that it played out was a little bit shorter than we had both expected and were kind of led to believe but I do think that like us leaving kind of in the same breath as Alana and Chris helped kind of wrap up that that segment of our season of paradise for sure I said that yeah, it that works. <laughs> and I also think that, you know, the blow up fight happened right before you guys left. So and you guys already knew you were choosing each other. Like you just said that you were you weren't going to stay till the end anyway. So it was it was just like, why go there and get tormented and get have everyone like make eyes on you? You already like kind of got what you came here for. It wasn't it probably wasn't going to be enjoyable if you stayed much longer. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. You know, I would have, ho- you know, like I think that there had we had stayed longer, I would have hoped for like conversations of like, what would it look like if we got engaged from the beach? Not saying that that was something that I wanted, but like, yeah. I would, I would have liked to have had those conversations in a more like peaceful environment. But yeah, I don't think that I needed a rose that to, to, for him to be like, I pick you. I'm, you know, obviously he picked me and he's picked me for the past year and a half. So mm. a rose that would have died the next day is not important <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah. Unless you like freeze it. And then it's some, yeah, some people like it. some of those, some girls like still have their roses and like have it in like Ziploc bags and stuff. But you guys never ha- even had a reunion. Like that was a missed opportunity too. Did you feel like you were mm-hmm. robbed of like sharing your story and sharing your truth and letting the audience get to see you? Is that kind of how you felt? Uh, um, I don't necessarily think, I think that the timing that the reunion would have come, I would not have been in a place to even want to want to go. 
Um, and I definitely don't think Brendan would have been either. But I do wish that there was like some opportunity to have like, let us not let us speak on it. But like, you know, even if it was like, including Natasha, just like having a conversation, like I asked to go on her podcast. And but I was like, respectfully, like, if you don't, if she doesn't want me to come on, that's totally fine. But like, I would like to apologize to her face to face. Um, At least for the audience too. Yeah, yeah. And just like, because I did apologize to her personally, but like, everybody else wants to see the apology and it's yeah, like I'm when still waiting when for you it hurt, yeah when, yeah I mean I'll send you the text okay, um, cool. <laughs> but like when somebody when I if I hurt someone's feelings and whether it's on a, a huge scale or just in my personal life I want to be the one to tell that person I'm sorry myself I don't want it to be a whole spectacle and I'd rather have like a one-on-one in-person conversation or over text or whatever um, so I don't think that the initial apology was everyone's business, but I, I would have wanted to, you know, be able to have some after apology, after conversation with her in a more public space, but completely understanding that like it was her space and her, she had the right to be like, I, no, thank you. I don't want that. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you never know, maybe they'll do something or, um, maybe we'll see the two of you together one day, but how is Brendan doing? I feel like, you know, the two of you, especially him has really have kept out of the spotlight and bachelor nation. You haven't really engaged in a lot of the drama, which is totally understandable. I'm sure it was so heavy. So it's been a year. How is Brendan's like mental health? How is he doing? You know, I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he acted very obnoxious on the show but I'm I still believe that he's a good person to his core so how how has he kind of like been yeah I think that like if any if anyone knows Brendan in person or has even met him down the street he's the nicest guy he's you know very sarcastic but like he'll take a picture with anyone you know if you drop something he'll pick it up for you like he's very chivalrous in that sense but I think that going on the show just like isn't really I'm honestly shocked that if I would have met him outside of the show setting I would have been shocked to hear that he was on reality tv because he is a very private quiet introverted person so I think that like definitely the backlash after the show was a lot for him I think that it was a lot for him because of himself but also because I think he was trying to protect me and make sure that like I was okay and like nurture this new relationship and also deal with his own stuff. And like, obviously it's been some time now, so he's good and it's kind of like, you know, whatever. But I do think that like, you'll never catch him on another reality TV show. I don't think you'll catch him doing a podcast. I just, that's just not really his thing because he's such a private person. And I think that, you know, knowing him, I think he's learned his lesson. You know, he knows, he knows what he did is wrong. He made an apology video. He sent an apology. So yeah, I just, it's, Oh my God, the apology video. Oh my God, that was a moment. So when you're, when that whole scandal was going on, all of my videos were getting taken down on TikTok whenever I would talk about you guys. Like it was like three or, yeah. I think because there was so much bullying and, you know, in the comments and stuff. But I remember being like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I was so mad, but I was like, there was so much, that was just such a moment. It was such an era. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. What a throwback, a full throwback. (laughs) But it's good, I'm glad to hear that, you know, time has passed and you guys have all healed and grown. And I mean, at the end of the day, like the only way to grow as a human being is to just take accountability for your mistakes and learn. And if we don't Mm -hmm. do that, then we're not growing as human beings. And then, you know, where's the depth? So I'm sure- that you know you've both grown from this and I just I really like how you're such a straight shooter like you really just say it how it is and I feel like you are tough so I kind of feel like you maybe were his rock when you kind of went through all that is that kind of true yeah I think it was definitely like a you lean on me I'll lean on you type of thing but I think that yeah that I think that was probably like me just being like look this is going to be really shitty for a while but like we'll get through it together he also said that back to me and was very good at being like 
we can coach each other through this because like neither one of us has been through this, but like at least we have each other to go through it with. And like, yeah, there was people like from past Bachelor Nation that we could be like, what do we do? But yeah, um, for the most part, I think just like having each other's back and being like, look, this is going to be crappy and then the next thing will come and it'll be fine. That was probably their, our biggest saving grace. For sure. And what are you up to right now? You, you told me about your job a little bit. So you're back in New York um you're about to roam the streets or like are you going to events are you doing influencing like what is kind of your life going to be like the next you know a couple months in new york yeah um i mean it's fashion week coming up so a few events for that uh it's kind of crazy and i'm like trying to decide i feel like fashion week in the fall was like so big and i was like i need to go to every event i need to do everything Mm -hmm. and i think that this time around i'm going to be like a little bit more chill also because winter fashion week is just like a little bit more chill in general but i think like first things first being back in the city i need to reconnect with my friends it's been so long like i love brendan but spending all that time with him in boston (laughs) without my friends i think was like slowly eating at my soul because i just need need my girls but outside of that like i am just like really still trying to push all of the things i'm pushing on social media in terms of like hair positivity and you know you know really uplifting the black community i think that those are two things that i'm really passionate about and i hope to like turn at least my instagram content into my tiktok is a chaotic mess it's just my (laughs) every waking thought but like i think that hair diversity has always been something i'm really like very very happy to promote and you know talk about you do make satisfying hair videos i've seen them and you have like the cream (laughs) there's actually another girl from clayton season i don't know if you watch but marlena she's she also is black and she does a lot of hair tutorials and talks about having black hair and stuff so you guys should totally connect yeah yeah that's i think definitely the thing i'm the most passionate about is just being like your curly hair is beautiful like love your natural curls so yeah I mean I have like a few different like avenues that I'm working through and in expressing that but yeah I think that's pretty much what it is for now is working working on that and seeing my friends (laughs) yeah is there any um friends that we might know from Bachelor Nation or influencer friends that you're excited to connect with um definitely Chelsea and Kit those are my girls in the city I feel like they're (laughs) the last two standing in the city I'm hoping to see Serena at some point. We did live together for a year. I think some people know that and some people don't. Oh, oh, yeah, Serena C. Yeah, um, and she's down in Miami now, but she comes up to New York for work. Um, But yeah, I mean, hopefully Rachel at some point. She's always in and out of the city. I never know where that girl is. Me neither. (laughs) And it's my job. (laughs) We talked about connecting, so hopefully hopefully I can see her soon. But um, yeah, those those are my girls, so hopefully... Go okay, you guys cool. Will be that. <laughs> well, definitely make sure to post some content because I'm sure we'll enjoy it. And are you watching Zach season or you don't watch the show anymore? Oh, no, I haven't watched. I like hardly watch Paradise, so I haven't watched since then. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Um, It seems like not a lot of alumni really like to watch or engage with it anymore, but you're all always welcome here to spill the tea. So I'm so glad that you came on and that we got to know each other and meet. And I hope that everyone who listened or watched this on YouTube really got to, you know, hear Piper's side of the story and just see how she's grown and evolved since her time on the show. Is there anything else you wanted to kind of clear up or just mention um, or tell us where we can follow you? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you can follow me at Piper James, P-I-E-P-E-R. People always forget that first E. And yeah, I would just like to say to everyone, continue to spread positivity, continue to remember that TV shows are just that, they're shows. Um, But also like, enjoy it. Enjoy your reality dating shows get your guilty pleasures because we all have them and that's amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to leave your links down below so everyone can follow you and be sure to give this video a thumbs up or subscribe if you're listening on audio because we have more reality TV interviews coming every single Monday. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.